Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. Um, you might have heard this, but on Friday, FM 104, we're doing our Mind Your Noggin Day. So we're trying to raise as much money as possible for Jigsaw. They are uh, the leading mental health charity, youth mental health charity here in, the, here in the country. They need a massive amount of money to provide the services that they do, uh, about a million and a half each year. Huge, huge, huge amount of money. And as you are well aware of the fundraising for all charities has been cut across the board so we decided to team up with them for, for one day this Friday the whole station is going to change for the day it's going to be completely different something we've never done here on FM 104 before so there'll be surprise guests a little mix will be on the way there'll be uh, the Coronas the script involved uh, Ruth Ann loads and loads of huge guests and more to be announced over the next couple of days are going to be uh, helping us out try and raise as much money and as much awareness as possible so if you're in a position a fortunate enough position to be able to donate anything uh, you can do so on Friday. You can do so right now as well if you're feeling generous. FM104.ie forward slash donate. For the day that's in it as well, myself and Sergio decided to go head to head and see who can climb to the top of the Eiffel Tower. Or not the Eiffel Tower, the Empire State Building, the quickest. Yeah, exactly. So we haven't done it yet, but you practiced today. Didn't go so well. Uh, no, so it, it is 1,860 steps to the top of the Empire State Building and we're going to do it obviously on our own respective stairs here. We're not going to be <clears throat> going outside and seeing who, who can do it. I So I'm going to need to do, I have 14 steps on my stairs. I'm going to need to do about 133 laps of the stairs um, in the one day. I, I thought it was going to be pretty easy, but I did 10 earlier on. T- just 10 laps earlier on to see how it goes. It didn't take too long, but by the end of it, I was panting, I was out of breath. And you know that burn you feel in your legs, that lactic yeah. acid burn, if you've ever done any sort of exercise, that's going to be pretty hard. That's going to be, it's going to be pretty hard. And after, So that was like less than 10% of what we have to do. And I'm, I'm worried now that um, it, it's going to be incredibly, incredibly difficult. The only time I cr- cr- uh, crawl up the stairs or climb up the stairs, because it's usually literally crawling up the stairs, is when I'm trying to do the show and I'm out of breath walking up it, so I tend to crawl up. Yeah. Chasing the cat. So um, I don't know how I'm going to get on. Are you going to have to do some uh, car bloating over the next few days? Maybe, uh, you know, a bit stock up on the pasta, get a lot of that stuff in, so you'll have uh, fuel ready to go. Well, I told you what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep all my um, oh, yeah. food at the top of the stairs so that I can just keep eating as I walk. Yeah. 
It's a good idea. Which is fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so listen, we're, we're doing it so that we can try and again raise as much money as possible for F104's Mind Your Noggin Day. It's for Jigsaw, the charity that looks after a lot of young people's mental health. They've seen a huge spike in calls um, and applications for, for their help and their services that they offer. So uh, to hopefully help keep them and keep their doors open for the next while, uh, we'll be doing that this Friday, Mind Your Noggin Day. If you want more information, if you want to donate, if you can, of course, we understand that you might not be in a position right now the way work has gone, the way life has gone, is completely fine, but if you have a few quid lying over because you're not spending any money on your Lewis or the bus or your petrol and, and you want to help out a very, very worthwhile charity, fm104.ie forward slash donate and all the details are up there and it would be hugely appreciated and uh, you'd be, we would be very much, uh, yeah, we'd be very grateful if you can contribute in any way, shape or form. We'd be putting on a very special day for you this Friday. Still to come on the show, Control, Alt, Delete, a quick roundup of the crazy tech stories that's happening all over the world. Next though, we're going to be talking about your sleep on the weird things your brain does when you're trying to nod off. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's uh, Cormac and Sisha here on uh, Room 104. Hope your Tuesday evening is going well. Again, I had to actually check to see what day it was because no one knows anymore. No one knows what day it no. is <laughs> at all. Um, tomorrow, the six McDonald's are going to be opened uh, around Dublin. Six drive throughs only with delivery only as well are going to be opened. There is no definitive list that I can see, but we've got it on good advice from a certain... Well, I won't mention exactly who, but apparently one of the ones we know for definite that is opening tomorrow is the Tala McDonald's. Yes. So if you live in the Tala area, <clears throat> lucky you. Very you much. get a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, very much lucky. There's a 30-euro cap on spending. You won't be able to spend more than 30 quid um, in the drive-thru anyway, and they'll be, you know, trialling it out and hopefully having a opening more of them as the days and weeks go by. Also, Krispy now, Kreme is opening back up in Blanchetown as well. Yes, it is. Question. What time is it opening at? Oh, 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 oh I can tell you that. <laughs> they have, they're having a reduced uh, opening hours. So let me, let me see. They are... So it's, yeah, it's not 7am so, or anything? No, no, no. So from the 20th of May, 11am to 10pm will be the reduced hours. 11am... Initially, I wonder yeah, who's going to be like sitting in their car <laughs> at eight a.m. to make sure that they're there on time. I'd say well, that's great be. though because eleven a.m. means that they're not doing the breakfast menu, which I don't like anyway. Which it's it, you can get a Big Mac at eleven o'clock tomorrow morning. Oh, delicious. I'm the same. I don't like the breakfast. I just go straight for the burger and chips. Yep. Yum. Yep. Oh, that's good news. Good news, and it's meant to be sunny tomorrow, so Wednesdays have their benefits. Wednesday's going to be sorted. Get yourself a McFlurry or a chocolate milkshake. Magic. Mm, magic. 11 o'clock having your milkshake and a Big Mac as well. So uh, they're open as well. I think a lot of the Supermacs are opening as well. The Krispy Kremes are opening. Um, it doesn't say exactly though which... I'm still... I've uh, looked on the, the latest updates on the uh, McDonald's Irish website. It doesn't say which six stores are opening. But we've been kind of giving a heads up that uh, Tala will be opened. I'm going to presume... I hope, I hope to God, Blanche is going to be opened. Um, oh yeah, that's beside you, isn't it? Yeah, that's no, two seconds away. So hopefully, Blanche will be opened. I imagine there's not too many drive-throughs. Like, where are the main drive-throughs? I think the Kylemore one. I don't know if that would open. Maybe it will be, but that's the main drive. That's the drive-through. The only one there's- I used to go to was the Artane roundabout one, because I live near enough. Yeah. To there, but I don't know anywhere on my neck or around my neck of the woods. I don't know my nearest McDonald's. Uh, Artane, I would yeah, Artane, probably. 
Tala, we've been told by a reliable source, more than likely, most definitely, will be open. Blanche, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, is there one out in Charlestown um, that might be open as well, I think? Um, and I'm trying to think where the other big... Uh, big ones drive-throughs in Dublin that I'm, and I'm missing out on. Uh, I, I can't think. But listen, if you know, if you get any leaked information, there you go. But we, we've no word as of yet on the specific ones. They were meant to announce them this week. Uh, the website has not been updated. Um, the McDonald's website has not been updated as of yet. But uh, as soon as we know, we will, we will be sure after I get an order. As soon as I get an order in and have my own Big Mac then I'll be sure <clears throat> uh, to let you know. So it'll be up on f 104e by the way, as well. So um, moving on, sleep. Sleep, yeah. So um, I don't know if you go to bed listening to any uh, podcasts or, I don't know, an audio book or something like that. I have found out that I sleep best when the light is on and the TV is on. Like, I could not think of anything worse. I'd never be able to sleep if I had either of those things on. So I never sleep with any noise in the background whatsoever. Now, the I only have noise to have, that would... I yeah. have to have, sorry, I have to have chaos on in the background. So if I'm, <clears throat> like, sitting there in complete darkness, I'll be, like, struggling to go to sleep. But if we're l- watching a movie on the weekends, I will just completely drift off. And as soon as the movie gets turned off, I'm like, hang on, wh- why would you turn that off? That, that'll s- strangely mm. wake me up. That's very strange. Well, they did a study, right, that was talking about, uh, you know, when you go into your deep REM sleep and you might be having like a a dream, you even might remember the dream. Well, if you're listening to an audio book and then there's background noise, so there's noise, you know, street cars driving by or dogs barking or whatever, your brain will block out the sound of the audio book. So any regular speech... It protects your brain while you're dreaming, but it will allow the uh, the noises, the outside noises, or the nonsensical noises, as it says, in. Really That's not mad, yeah. But the, your brain the exact... protecting you so that you can you can dream more clearly. But the exact opposite has happened to me. So wait, are you saying that you would listen to an audiobook and you would re- like you would hear what they're saying in your dream? What they're saying would influence my dreams, yeah. But it might Bleeding. influence your dreams, but your brain has blocked out the actual dialogue. Oh, no, no, I, I'd hear it, because I, I remember I used to, I don't know if anyone's ever listened to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, right? One of the most ridiculous podcasts in the world, seven-hour episodes. And he is a wow. former, I think, like, journalist, presenter. He's not even a historian, right? But he does some of the most craziest, maddest stuff, right? Really, really good uh, podcast. And <clears throat> it's just him talking for, like, seven hours. And he talks about these mad different battles that take place, these wars that take place. And I'd be listening to him, and because they're seven hours long, you eventually go to sleep. But, like, I'd be dreaming. I'd be in that story that he's talking about. And yeah, I'd but hear you're him. dreaming of being in the story. No, but you're dreaming of, you're not hearing it in real no, time. No, no, I am. I am, yeah. Okay, well, then you're strange because this study has gone to say that processing of the normal speech recording was suppressed when you, were, when you were dreaming, that the brain deliberately filters out sound that it recognises as meaningful. So is that, as you said, when you're in a deep REM sleep? Exactly. So when you're li- it's likely to disturb you. So that falls under the bracket of, yeah, your REM sleep when you're in your deepest sleep when you would most likely dream. Yeah, because to be honest with you, I'd say when you, when you say like that, I suppose when I'm hearing these things, I'd be in a light stage sleep. I probably wouldn't be zonked. That's what I mean. You, you obviously weren't in your OREM sleep. But no. um, it said the background noise. And I've noticed this before. When I, when I do dream, you know, like I said, I, I don't 
dream that often I'm weird or I don't remember my dreams but if I do especially if I go into a deep sleep and say if I had to get up early for some reason if I had to get up at 7 or 8 in the morning and I set the alarm type thing just before I'm kind of being woken up say if the dog is barking outside and I kind of know that the dog is barking I will incorporate that into my dream do you ever do that? (laughs) so you you might be chased by a dog or something like that but you're hearing that sound in real time no I, I can't remember anything specifically. But apparently, in your deepest sleep, you block your brain blocks out and filters actual words that mean something to you so that you can have a unfiltered and nice dream. More terrifying dream with just a dog barking in the background. I think I'd rather have the words. Yeah, probably, yeah. You, unless, is, is that some, maybe some kind of survival thing from when you were sleeping outside that it's not going to... The people around you in your little hut, if they're still talking, you can get some sleep because it'll filter that out. But, like, if it was a bear in the background, your brain's going to wake you up. Yeah, that's actually interesting. That could definitely have something to do with it. It must do, actually. It makes a bit more sense because humans yeah. would be technically safe. You'd be technically safe from the lads in your cave you're sleeping with, but... True. A snake or something. You to, or a, you're, you're meant to be like listening out for danger as such. Um, but yeah, I found that very interesting because um, it's probably accurate accurate for me. But I wouldn't go asleep listening to an audiobook. Now I have fallen asleep watching a film. Mm. And you know when you kind of, especially on the couch or something, and you do end up kind of being in a really deep sleep because when someone wakes you up, you don't know where you are. So <laughs> yeah. in that regard, I would have obviously filtered out the sound of the, the movie, you know, mm. once you're in that sleep and being woken up, you're like, where am I? So obviously you haven't heard what was going on around you. But uh, yeah, in terms of background noise, I've definitely brought that into dreams before in very strange ways. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think like if, if alarms go off and you think about something, you're not really waking up, but you can hear the alarm and then you're incorporating that into your dream. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, the alarm will be Weird one of them. Ones. Yeah. Or my mom stomping up and down the stairs. That used to be another one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh, God, that's mad. Yeah, our brains are very smart. Yeah. As I said, I, I find my best sleeps when the lights are on and there's loads of noise. Uh, like white noise as well. Do you ever like turn on white noise and just see no, if that helps? Never. I genuinely, I'm not joking you, I finish the show, I watch a few episodes of Entourage, and then I go straight to bed and I'm asleep within... Two minutes in the pitch dark with the door closed. Don't know how you do. I need, um, I, I, I find this real uh, strangely relaxing, right? Let me turn this off and let's turn on a bit of white noise. <clears throat> if you're driving, we will put you asleep. <laughs> so just this. No, that would wake me up. This makes me, one, helps me concentrate. So you know those times when I would be in, in the in the coffee shop on my own, do me bits? Yeah. yeah. Earphones on, I'm listening to this. No, you're not. Yeah. Oh my God, I couldn't. Sits there and drowns out all the noise around you and it, it's not like music around because music can be a bit distracting. So sit there with this. No. But like I, I go to sleep to this as well. No way. And I think That would, that would annoy me now. Thinking that Wayne Rooney like needs to go to sleep with the Hoover on. Really? Yeah. I don't know where that's coming out of, but I, I, I'm... I'm I'm just Google that unless I'm just making stuff up. But I heard that somewhere. Wayne Rooney. Hoover. Sleep. Jesus. Doesn't he have little kids? 
I can imagine that would wake everyone up. Yeah, look at this. Uh, this is from the Manchester Evening News. Uh, Rooney reveals a bedroom secret. Wayne Rooney has joined the ranks of the soccer oddballs by revealing he can't get to sleep at night unless there is a vacuum cleaner working in the bedroom. That is bonkers. Can you imagine how annoying that you would be for well his missus? Yeah, you might as well have a hairdryer blown in your face. It's the same thing. I suppose it's, it's similar enough. It's just the same monotonous kind of kind of tone, isn't it? But it's so loud. I know you turn it down and stuff to to a to a, a grand old. Oh no! Exactly. You never listen to this, no? No, never, never. I wonder if there's that's, anyone else that, there. You know that that's like to me that's like a a fly buzzing in your ear. Like no, I, I find this strangely relaxing. I'm starting to drift off now. I'm like, ooh, hello. No way. Kind of sounds like the sea a little bit. Your poor fiance. Jesus Christ. No, listen, I put this on on my headphones, so like, she, I'm not like sitting there kind of going, oh, uh, we need to blast this on, on yeah. uh, you know, 10. I wonder if there's anyone similar, right? Does anyone need noise in the background? Do you need noise in the background to go to sleep? Can you Or can you sleep in dead silence like Saoirse Happy Days? Or do you need an old Wayne Rooney kind of... Hoovers. <laughs> do you need, do you need oh. your Dyson on the background? Do you wake up at some point and turn that off? Uh, I'd usually sl- set like a sleep timer for an hour or so. Do you? So it goes off and automatically. Then, what, you take your headphones off? Or sometimes I fall asleep with them on. And then you wake up with them wrapped around your neck and you're like... Yeah. <laughs> Great no, sleep though. That's, oh, that's bizarre. I don't, no, I don't, I don't like it. it. No, I don't like it at all. Listen, I, I dropped myself in a text. Let us know if you, if you need a bit of noise in the background. 0876797104. Um, I need the radio on in the background. Usually... <laughs> Um, this is from Dermot if you if I talk about something during the day sometimes I dream about it that night yeah that yeah I think that happens I also read that some um, sometimes say if you you dream of random people so if you're in a stadium or something and you remember a few faces they are always people that you would have seen that day really? so even though you think you, you don't know who they are you might have walked past them in the street yeah, apparently there are always people that you... How, do you, how do you prove that, though? I don't know how you prove that. I don't know how accurate this information is, but I did read it, and I thought that was interesting. Oh, it was probably on the internet. So if, you're walk, if you're walking past and someone is a striking-looking, they might have, you know, purple hair or something, and you, you just kind of clock them, and then you, you just remember that person. Mm. And then sometimes you might dream, and then you forget where you saw that person, and you just think they're from your dream. But they're actually someone you saw on your way to Tesco. There you go. Mm. More strangers are going to be appearing in your dreams because we're seeing less people, so the Tesco people are going to be <laughs> seeping into your brain and you'll be falling asleep dreaming of those this evening. Ooh. Yes. Um, uh, listen, on the way next, we're going to be doing Control-Alt-Delete. Quick roundup of the mad tech stories of the week and of the day. Uh, FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening, yeah, it's Cormac and Sir here. Now it's time for... Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete. And uh, it's control alt delete. A quick roundup of some of the mad tech stories that are doing the rounds. Now you, you mightn't care about this one, but unfortunately, Call of Duty Warzone has released a new upgrade and a new patch that you have to download before you can play with the lads anymore. It's twenty gigs, so it'll be a bit, a bit of a long, a long download. That'll take a couple of hours. So unfortunately, it doesn't look like I'm going to be playing Call of Duty after the show. Well. At least you can still play it. You just have to wait for it to download, yeah? Uh, nothing worse, though. You get a new game and it's like, oh, you have to download an update. You're like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Well, maybe it will be um, a hint to not play it so much. 
Maybe it's a, <laughs> maybe it's a hint to do something else with your time. Nah, man. It just, it's going to make me more addicted now. So listen, uh, you might get one day off with the, the, the other half if he's not able to play because of the update. So you can get him to do the dishes or do what he's meant to be doing. Happy days. Um, <clears throat> moving on to more serious... Not so serious uh, tech news. We were chatting to a cafe owner who's decided to try hanging up shower curtains in his cafe to try and help deal with the spread, saying that, you know, he's not going to be able to operate a profitable business on, you know, the social distancing guidelines because if everyone has to be two metres apart, he can only fit like seven people in the place. So he's trying different things. But a another crowd has come up with a giant helmet that you can wear on your top half of your body to try and protect against this, uh, to try and protect against the coronavirus spread out in public. A couple of weeks ago, another crowd tried doing something similar. This one is less less, less elaborate. It's basically, how do I even describe this? It is, looks like the top half of a spacesuit. It comes up from your chest height up above your head. Your arms are on the outside and it's just a sealed container that has an air filtration system in it. And it kind of, it cleans the air before it gets into you. And the idea is that you'll be able to go out and about with this weird looking oversized helmet on the top half of your body. And you'll be able to interact and you'll be able to go do things. You won't be able to eat or drink, but you'll be able to go outside for a bit. And... They're, they're saying that it's going to cost about 170 quid for you to get this and they've started off a Kickstarter to try and fund this and they've already raised 200 grand. That's pretty impressive. Oh, I like this idea. I mean, I'm all for wearing whatever protective clothing we need. Do you know that uh, kind of way? Uh, Are you I don't think you'd wear this. I wouldn't wear it, I should say. I wouldn't wear it. As in it looks really uncomfortable, does it? It just looks ridiculous. Yeah, but if everybody's wearing it, then you won't care. If you look ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Uh, It's not like you're going to be wearing it on your own. I know, yeah, but... And then you could maybe try and hug someone in your suit. No, no, you won't be able to hug people with this on. Oh, it's like Zumo wrestler style. Uh, It's just a very big, weird, awkward thing on the top of your head. You know, if you think like a scuba, scuba helmet... It's much, much bigger than that. So it wraps around, I said, the upper half of your body, sealing in the air there, cleaning the air to to try and help you, you know, prevent it from getting into your system in the first place. But the company is called, uh, their startup company called VYZOR, Visor, maybe it's called Visor, maybe that's what they're trying to display there, Visor Technologies. I'm just wondering, would people do this? I've posted up a picture on my Twitter anyway, at Cormac Comedy, if you want to check out what it looks like. You know, they, they've hired, obviously, you know, models to take nice product shots where they look happy inside it. But, I mean, face masks are one thing. They're not too intrusive and you can kind of put them on. But a whole filtration system over you, the top of your head, right the way down to, like, your chest where you've got your arms out and you're in this bubble. Oh, I don't know. I is don't it know. costly? I say it's it's not exactly cheap. It was 170 be- quid is what they're planning on selling this thing for. Yeah. I mean, again, if it works and it means you can go out and about your day, I would happily do it. Like, if you were told, right, you're going to have to stay in for the next year or wear this suit out, you'd wear the suit. I don't know. I want you to stay in. <laughs> I'm like, hey, listen, go good out. luck. Stay, he's in that. 
Uh, but yeah, listen, you can have a look at that up online now at the moment. But it, and just you know, let us know as well. Would you be up for wearing? There's one thing where people. I don't think people have a problem wearing face masks. More, you know, people started wearing them before they've. We've even been told to wear them. And uh, you're going into the shops and you're seeing them. And, and initially it was a bit like, oh god, that's scary. But now it's like, yeah, fine. Everyone's just uh, yeah. doing what they want to do to try and stop the spread and don't want to catch it. Fine. But a big, massive, imposing helmet thing that just looks like. Just it look, it's even bigger than what a hazmat suit would be on. I don't know if people are going to wear that. Would you wear that? Let me know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. As mentioned, a picture up online uh, on my Twitter page if you want to have a look at it and just see for yourself. But it's been funded and it looks like it could be an actual realistic product. The last one we talked about a couple of weeks ago was from a crowd. It was more of a concept idea that this could be the future. Theirs was a little smaller and slicker and had loads of things. It hasn't gone into production. This has gone into production. They're funding it. They've got about 200 grand from 600 and something backers already. So we'll see. That could be uh, the next thing then. It could be something that we're coming uh, coming to in the next couple of uh, days and weeks and months. And it could, who knows? Could be the new norm. But I, Josh, I won't, wear, won't be wearing one now. Uh, moving on as well. You know the way mice are always the ones who get experimented on all the time? Yeah. That's because they multiply. Everything, like yeah. there's no tomorrow. I heard two mice... If, you, if they're left breed over a two-week period, can multiply by, I don't know how many, but it's disgusting. They're horrible. But yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, so they've been used for, you know, drug treatments. They've grown a human ear on the back of a mouse and they're put through everything. But now what they're doing is scientists are creating human-mice hybrids. So... They're, you know, called chimeras, where they're taking the DNA from humans and infusing it in the DNA of mice. What? Yeah, proper freaky sci-fi bioengineering stuff. Now, one of the reasons why they want to do this is if they're testing drugs on mice and if they're testing different chemicals on mice, translating that from mouse to human, there's obviously huge gaps they can say, well, this works really well on mice. And you're like, hi, sorry, we're not mice. So sometimes um, they don't know what the impact will be on human trials, for example. So if they're releasing a new drug, if they can put more DNA from humans into mice, they might be better able to tell what the impact will be on humans because now there'll be a load of human genes in the mouse. Oh, it's creepy, though. I, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? It's it is creepy, them. though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is creepy. Ooh. Yeah, we're now. Well, you hate we're to be now, a mouse. Yeah, you will be like, oh, you're getting a bit of human in you now, for God's sake. So they they recently did this. Now they didn't. They only did this on an embryonic stage. So they took a load of human stem cells and, the, and the other bits and fused them in an embryo of kind of mice cells. Uh, and the maximum they were able to get it up with so it was four percent human, ninety six percent mouse. And they didn't. Those mice didn't go on to be born, but they were successfully implanted and the, the, the cells successfully took it. But if they did go on to be born, they wouldn't be any different physically from normal mice. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But they would have a little bit of extra human DNA in them. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's a good thing for humans. Yeah. Not we're so getting to that noise. designer stage where we're hacking up everything. You know, the future's going to be. You think the future's weird now? My God, a big a big human going around with a mouse's head on it. That'll be freaky. It'll be a, a, a mice human uh. hybrid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, the reason they want to try and do it is so that when they're trialing out new drugs and procedures, they'll be able to see the impact it has uh, on human cells and human DNA. Uh, and we'll be able to filter it out and make it safer for humans in the long run. So uh, that's what's happening there. Human, human mice, human mouse hybrids are on the way. Uh, Chinese rockets have been falling out of the sky. Don't know if you saw this, but uh, there's been videos surfacing online. The debris from a Chinese rocket that was sent into space that had an uncontrolled descent splashed down into the Atlantic, but it also hit a lot of places in southern uh, southern Africa and, and different places. So China is in the middle of developing its space plan. It wants to put a, put a station up in space so it's firing off a load of rockets. And... Uh, <clears throat> They have been a bit shady, but apparently lost one of their rockets there the last few days, which crashed back down to Earth. Uh, it didn't kill anyone, thankfully, but a few bits have been, a few random bits of Chinese space rocket have been showing up around the world. That's kind of cool. Imagine you find a piece of a rocket. Yeah. Like, well, here's this. What's going on? Anyone drop That'd this? That'd be a nice no? present to get, wouldn't it? A space rocket. Space rocket. Yeah, a piece of a space rocket. Something money can't buy. Imagine you, you found some of that and you gave it as a present to your other half. Mm. <laughs> I'd love it. I'd be like, what can I do with this? Yeah, this is special. This is a one-of-kind space rocket. You know, people are trying to buy pieces of the moon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And sell it online. And, like, clearly that's just not the case. I mean, you can't buy a piece of the moon online, but people mm. think you can and they're sending it to the, the other half. Whereas if you find a bit of space rocket... That's a cool present to keep. Yeah, it would. Uh, yeah, it would be, be a great old present. This was in space. It's come back just for you. And you got it for free, so everyone wins. Uh, moving on. Have you seen... Did you watch uh, Charlie... Is it Charlie Brooker's uh, Black Mirror? Did you watch that series? Uh, no, I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't watch Black Mirror? Did Where were you? I didn't watch it. I know. I don't know why I didn't watch it at the time. But no, I um, haven't seen it. Right, so... Charlie Brooker's uh, Black Mirror there's a, been a couple of series and a couple of seasons of it uh, they can be very heavy a little bit depressing it's a, I suppose it's a satire it's looking into our dystopian future and the way technology and social media and everything is taking over and in one of the episodes there are these I suppose militarised weaponized robotic dogs that are tracking people down and hunting people down so they're four legged robots that are running around like dogs they've no like dog head they're just the machine that are running around and they look terrifying but there's a crowd a robotics crowd 
called uh, Boston Dynamics. They're the ones who are developing some of the most advanced robotics in the world. Those robots that can actually walk like humans and those those things that can uh, jump over things. But they actually have uh, s- the small little dog robot type things in production that work and a crowd over in New Zealand are using them as sheepdogs out in the fields. Oh my God. What, to chase sheep? Yeah. Oh, that's strange. I wonder if the sheep know that they're robots. Uh, I'd say they're absolutely terrified but now it looks like uh, the sheepdog's job is going to be out because <laughs> a robot's going to be doing it. So there's a video and everything of this doing it. There's farmers over obviously of a lot of mountainous ranges and large farms over there and rather than sending them out in the dog, the dog robots can herd up the sheep on their own and autonomously they, they know where to bring them back and they know how to manage the, the sheep on their own so they don't need any direction they can see the group of sheep they can see where it needs to go they know how to where to stand how to push them and influence them to go in certain ways um and they're also being used as like reconnaissance dogs so apparently these dogs are going to be go able to go out and have sensors on them and they'll be able to obviously have a camera which will link back to the farmer so the farmer doesn't want to or have time to go out and check on the crops and to check on the different parts and the different fields they're sending robo dogs out and the robo-dogs are going to be doing all the hard work. I mean, why not? It's kind of like robots for us. AI. You know, if they yeah. can do our job for us, let's just sit back. I just want to be paid for it. And as yeah, do I know what you mean. Yeah. The, the collie dogs, they just want to, they obviously want to be running around the fields, but um, they won't be made work anymore. It'd be great. It'd be a little bit sad Freedom. for the collie dogs. And did you ever see those uh, sheepdog competitions that they have? Yes, I have actually seen them. You're going to have to have, like, robo categories now as well. Oh, that'd be weird. Imagine Cruff's dog show. And they had a robot <laughs> category. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, that'll definitely be a thing. Don't worry. We'll set that up. The the, the uh, autonomous AI robotic version of the Cruff's dog show. Um, yeah, that'll be weird. So that's what they're doing over in New Zealand at the moment using robot a robotic dog herd a dog herd sheepy thing um, and, and using that to kind of make and using that to kind of make farming maybe a little bit easier more autonomous final story this evening I think this is this is a good story I think in our lifetime Saoirse that uh, blindness is going to be eradicated I think that's what's going to happen because we've seen so many things over the last number of uh, weeks and there's so many different people and different companies all over the world that are working on restoring people's sight and it's slowly getting there but now another company has found that uh, uh, they created a brain implant that will allow you if you're blind to see letters now when i say see letters it is seeing the outlines and the shapes of letters from uh, people who were blind so they were able to put in a, a a small implant in the brain that would take the light pretty much from the eye and send it to the back of the brain so they're kind of in a way not relying on the optic nerve or the eye to send the information to the back of the brain where the image is processed and where we process the visual light but uh, they had this small little implant that was able to send a message I suppose bypass the broken part of the brain where where the blindness is sitting uh, and do, do it that way and then they said the people were able to see the outlines of shapes and complex sequences and different things like that because of the electrical impulses sent to the brain. So this little implant takes the light, turns it into an, elect- an electrical impulse and sends it to the back of the brain that processes uh, images and light. And now some blind people are able to see the shape of letters, large letters, That's obviously. amazing. It's unreal, isn't it? Yeah, delighted to hear that. Because it must be just such a scary way to live 
for, for anyone yeah. that can't has um, an impairment. That's yeah, brilliant. yeah, yeah. Great. So uh, uh, they're not the only crowd that's obviously doing this. We, we talked a few times about different companies that are trying different research methods and different implants and trying to uh, find new ways. But I think in the next, uh, at least the next 20 or 30 years, I think blindness will probably be... Um, a thing of the past and it will, be, it will be eradicated and you'll be able to get either a bionic eye that'll solve that problem or you'll have one of these implants that'll <clears throat> bypass the area in your brain that may not be functioning properly and send the electrical signals um, to your brain. So the future is going to be, we'll, we'll all be, what's the word I'm looking for, like cyborgs. Is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, with yeah. implants? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's brilliant. Brilliant news. We'll all be, I love it. Yeah, we'll all be cyborgy people and... Uh, then blindness will be a thing of the past and that should be a bit of crack anyway. So listen, that's it for this evening Control Alt Elite. If you find anything uh, worth giving a mention from the old techie science world, do let us know. You can drop us a message 87 On the way, we'll be talking about snakes and how they're kind of like humans. But if you know any humans that are kind of like snakes in your life, do <laughs> let us know. Oh. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Uh, along here. If you missed our interview with uh, Irish artist Nilo Lachlan, who somehow took the head of uh, well, Dr. Tony Hoolan and made him into a sex symbol on the side of a pub, if you missed that interview, uh, he talks also about how he got started. And the Busey has gotten online since. Uh, that's up on the Room 104 podcast along with our uh, our interview. Well, Gavin James came on to play Poker Face this evening. So they're up on the podcast now this evening. Uh, room 104, Cormac and Sirius, you can find it in all the usual places. Listen back to the features and interviews on their own, but also you can get the full show. So if you missed any of the shows, you're looking for some to listen to tomorrow while you're out for your little walkies there you can go and listen to us now um now we're talking snakes yes so snakes apparently make friends like humans do i don't believe that isn't that the cutest thing ever i'm obviously horrified by snakes i think they're terrifying but there was a study done where they took um kept snakes so people who breed snakes so they're in pet shops and you might own them at home and then wild snakes, and they stuck them. Obviously, they're probably certain types of snakes. They're not going to mix them because they'd probably fight. But same type of snake or breed of snake. They put them in a big container with different compartments. And snakes find their little tribe. So they find two or three other snakes, and they hide in a little section with... Anyway, they found out that that's what they do in the wild as well. Isn't that so cute? So they have their little snake pals. Yeah, what they did was they had to know which one is which. They had marked them with non-toxic um, marker or paint or something on their head so they knew, knew which snake was which. And then they decided to like put them in a different container thing mm. away from the other one, so mix them all up again. And the same snakes gathered together again. Oh, so they all found Isn't their mates and came back and was like, what's going on? So cute. I, well, I, I would have gotten the impression that snakes were like lone wolves because they just go around, you know, they go around biting people. No, they recorded these snakes from 7am the to 7pm over three days. And twice a day, they'd mix them up just to see if it made any difference. Mm. But maybe they might just, you know, they might just be hiding together because it's convenient and where they are. But no, they look for their little friend. So very similar to how humans uh, make friends as well and tend to stick in their little groups. Uh, do you think they, like, some of the snakes backstab each other like people? Or do you think they fall out of friends and they're like, oh, we're not hanging around with him anymore? Yeah, I stole my woman. in a fight with a snake if I was a snake. Like, they're vicious. Oh, yeah, they kill you. They look vicious anyway. 
Um, mm. But I don't know. I've never I've never come close enough to a snake to know exactly what they're like. I'm sure people listening have snakes as pets and could back me up on this uh, study that they do find friends and they're not all evil. But uh, yeah, because they're always portrayed as the evil ones, aren't they? Well, it comes from the Bible, the old snake in the garden. Yeah, but does that not uh, make Eve. you kind of think they're a little bit cute now? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I know someone who has a snake um, and I, I kind of held it and stuff. I, I just find, really, I find it really uncomfortable because, you know, they just start going into places. They try and go up your sleeve or they're around your neck and they're just going into little crevices and you don't know where they're going. You're like, oh. They, they also went into it to say, you know, people were going, oh, well, maybe the snakes were teaming up to mate. And oh, that, yeah. that's what, the, that's what a, attracted them. But it said, it, this really said they didn't prefer either sex. They're just they were pals. Just looking for just looking for partnership, which is very cute. Oh, so, so what snakes they do aren't is the horrible, evil people we think they are. They're not. Yeah, for, snake friends curl up together usually, which helps mm. them to retain heat and defend against predators. <laughs> so there you go. So if a little mouse is going past, him and his friend buddies can uh, go and attack together. <laughs> And they'll all be friends high five and each other going, Yeah, what's going on? Like obviously that doesn't go for every animal. So snakes are a little bit unique in that sense. So Yeah. There you go. If you are thinking of maybe buying your child an exotic animal, go for a snake. Right? Mad? Now, we, 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 we need to start talking about the humans that are acting like snakes that you know. These snakes yeah. in the grass that go behind your back and are just like... Curling up with each other. Yeah. Waiting to attack the predator. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you have, if you have a, a snake pet, can you let us know what they're like? Maybe you have multiple ones. It'd be interesting if you had multiple uh, snakes in your gaff right now. Are they, you know, are, they, are you able to have... A, I don't know anything about the keeping or breeding of snakes. Are you able to have two or three in the one place at the one time or in the one tank or in the one cage or whatever they're kept in? Uh, drop us a line. Let us know. Uh, FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on uh, Room 104. Um, before we wrap up... Um, a reminder, you can get our Gavin James interview uh, up on the Room 104 podcast. It's up there right now, waiting for you. If you missed it, you can get the full shows as well uh, up there. You can listen back to uh, those. Now, um, we've been talking about this for a couple of days here because a lot of people want to know when is McDonald's reopening and what the story is. Uh, they're yeah. opening reduced hours. Tomorrow is the official day that they're opening. They're going to be op- operating from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. So it doesn't look like there's any 24-hour service just yet. But which McDonald's are opening in Dublin. So there's six drive throughs that are going to be opened. We have it on good authority that Tala would probably be open. I fingers crossed Blanche and a few other places. But listen, they haven't said anything, uh, only that tomorrow morning they will be announcing the six Dublin restaurants that will be opening again. So they're, they're not having announced anything are today. are going to be frantic, by the way. They're going to be getting in their car, frantically going, where is it open? And rushing to each each McDonald's. <clears throat> yeah, so it, they don't say exactly what time. This is if you want to check, follow them on their their. They said this on their McDonald's Twitter feed. So unfortunately, we have to follow the McDonald's UK Twitter feed because it's the UK and Ireland as well. Their McDonald's Ireland one has been active for several years. So they've just been replying to people who have been asking. Um, you know, when are you going to be opening and specifically what are you going to be opening? And I just said, keep an eye out tomorrow morning for the announcements for the next few restaurants that are going to be 
opening. They don't give a specific time, but I'm going to presume 8, 9, 10 o'clock is yeah. when they'll be open and announced. So then we will know when you can go down and get your uh, McDonald's. It will be tomorrow, though, but you'll know. We'll know exactly which specific ones are going to be opening tomorrow morning and then those restaurants. I, I presume it'll be, sorry, it'll have to be before 11 a.m. So they're opening at 11 a.m., so it'll probably be 9 or 10 o'clock tomorrow morning that they're going to f104.ie. We'll have have that info for you as soon as. Um, but there you go. That's the know. As soon as we know, indeed, that's what the crack is, and uh, we'll let you know. But listen, you can keep an eye on f104.ie or the McDonald's UK Twitter account is where the info is being uh, shared out and where the info is going to be sorted. Uh, also, as well, this Friday, this is all getting very exciting, this Friday is F104's Mind Your Noggin Day. Now, already lined up, and more people will be announced and more celebrity acts will be announced. We have a Little Mix, The Script, The Coronas, Ruth Ann as well. Um, they're all going to be involved on Friday here in F104. It's our Mind Your Noggin Day. We're trying to raise funds for Jigsaw, who are a youth mental health charity here in this country so you might have heard the promos but they it cost them a hell of a lot of money to run 1.5 million per year and as you know listen the fundraising efforts for every charity has kind of gone at the window with the current lockdown restrictions in place and no one can really do too much but we decided we'd try and give them a dig out this year and and try and raise as much money as possible so if you are in a position if you're in a fortunate enough position that you might be able to donate anything at all fm104.ie forward slash donate all the information up there and the link to where you can actually donate. More acts are going to be announced. So it's going to be a completely different sounding day here on the station and on our online channels. Little Mix, Ruth Ann, The Script, The Coronas and loads more. Loads more uh, to be announced are going to be getting involved on the day anyway. So that'll be a bit of crack. And myself and Saoirse are doing something slightly, I'm going to, I was going to say dangerous, slightly different for the day as well. Yeah, very challenging actually. Yeah, so we are very. going to be walking up the Empire State Building. So, not actually. I mean, we'd love to be flown over there, but that's not possible right now. So, we're stuck at home. We're going to run up, well, not run up and down, walk up and down our flight of stairs in our own homes. The amount of times that it would take to walk up the Empire State Building. Yeah, it's 102 stories or 1,000. 860 steps so we'll be seeing if we can complete that well we'll be having a race so who can complete it first uh, I, I did a little t- test run earlier on I went up the stairs 10 times it only took a couple of minutes but I was wrecked I'm talking yeah. absolutely wrecked after that so it'll be interesting I mean it'll be interesting to see if we can do it we're going to kick off we'll give you the times we'll be kicking off we'll have an Instagram live where you can kind of follow us keep track of us and make sure that we're doing them and and crossing off each flight of stairs that we go up 102 stories 1,860 steps all to try and raise some money for the uh, Jigsaw charity it'll be a bit of crack it'll be a bit of crack but I am not looking forward to it it's going to be painful Listen, you'd be allowed. We're going to start at the same time and see who finishes first. But you're, we're allowed to take breaks as needed, so we might go for a little nap on the stairs at one point. Oh, um, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, and and see how we go. But listen, that loads more stuff is happening on Friday. A uh, quick reminder: yeah, you can go and get the podcast. The Kevin James interview, the Niall O'Loughlin interview, they're all up there <clears throat> ready and waiting for you. And a few more moments, the full show will be available to listen back on there. So if you want to listen back tomorrow, maybe you're going for an old stroll and or doing a bit of exercise and want something to listen back to, the Room 104 will be available very, very shortly. Um, and listen, that's pretty much it for this evening. Cheers for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your night. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.